I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL podcast for round 11, 2015. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is the man who has taken advantage of this bye weekend to binge watch the bounce on Fox Footy. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Oh, Michael, the conflict between Spartan <laughs> and Jason Dunstall. It's just incredible. Oh, wait, wait. I'm only up to, I'm only up to 2012, so don't, don't spoil anything for oh, me. So but, I won't... Tell you that Andrew Gaze is on board. Oh, what the... Oh, sorry, mate. Oh, you're next going to be telling me that they turn it up. <laughs> they have turned it up. And uh, the, the Golden Fist winners are just unbelievable. I never picked them. Yep, yep. So I think that show's been around since about 2008 or nine. Do you re- right? Really? That's been around a fair while. Had, had Flemo on it for a while. That's right. Mm. How have they not run out of dinky sports to compete against? That's a good point. Last yeah. week I happened to see it. I never watched that show. Oh. And they're in... Um, I mean, I love it. <laughs> I love it, but I'm just so dedicated to writing stuff for uh, the Junk Time AFL podcast. Yes, you committed. But um, they they were in... Like, it was a indoor cricket net, indoor soccer net, and they were playing in these giant orb balls, uh, yep. and it was like orb ball soccer. Yeah, yeah, I know that one. And yeah. you go, I think, I think people create stupid sports just so it can they appear on, on the bounce. They get on the bounce, yeah. 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 No, it's, uh, it used to, be, used to be before the bounce, wasn't it? No. When, oh, no. It was on during the week, that's yes. right, and then it moved to Sunday. Yeah. It replaced uh, Ed and Derm's big weekend in football. Yeah, which I, I can't believe that got taken off air. They've made some great decisions on uh, Fox Footy, haven't no, they? No, they're doing well. They're doing well. I love the lab. I love the guy on your war room. It's too harsh. Let's yeah. get the lab happening. The analogy stuff, I do kind of tune out a little bit when they get to that kind of stuff. Yeah. They show it over. And so like the, the keyboard, or well, the woody keyboard, the, the little platform they have, it's a bit like that um, on Star Wars when they played almost like real-life chess. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit like that. Little yeah, players little, running around. It? It's a bit creepy. Yeah. Um, it's been a huge week, Adam. How are you holding up? Juddy retires. I'm sad. I mean, mm. it's, a big, it's a big loss to recycling. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think he's retiring, though, so he can now focus on his commitment to the Mother Nature? Well, he hasn't talked much about that, hasn't he? But he's no. free to be the biggest, the best ambassador, the best damn ambassador there ever is. I heard on uh, on Tuesday morning or whatever, he showed up at the Vizzy plant yeah. <laughs> at 5.30am going, yeah. we've got to get things going, guys. I'm back. Let's pulp. I'm committed to the hard work that I previously had done. Yes. In no way a dodgy deal whatsoever. <laughs> what are you getting at? Don't look at me like that. Mate, <laughs> the reason that, uh, that you and I are living in this clean environment that we are... Yeah, true, true. ...with... Uh, Global warming has almost ceased yes, yes. because of Chris Judd. People are thankful of the polar bears. They're so happy Juddy's retired so he can focus on the environment. They love it. They oh. were clapping when he went down <laughs> because they get to live a few years longer. Look, it was, a, it was, it was a sad day, but the thing is like, you knew pretty much when he went down last week that it was going to be inevitable that yep. he would retire, and then he came out. He said as soon as he found out he had done the ACL that it mm-hmm. was all over. And what interested me was he said, I shouldn't have played this year, but I've got no regrets. 
I, did, I bet he does. See, I bet he's got a massive regret that he just went, I shouldn't have fucking played on. See, I found that a little bit interesting. People were saying that he shouldn't have played on this year yeah. just by the fact you can't predict if you're going to do a knee. I mean, your form, you might be a tad slower and your yeah. form might not be as flash, but people are going, ah, oh, you never should have played. It's like, well, you can't. You, but he you, said it. You don't you think that's weird that he said it? I shouldn't have played on. Well, everyone, they always talk about no regrets. Like, everyone has... Uh, do you, I think about that every day. I regret being here right now. I regret everything in life. Like, every, everything up <laughs> until the line, I regret. Yeah. And whenever I hear someone go, oh, no regrets, I go, how can you not regret I everything? I have lots of regrets. You've... That's why I don't sleep at night. So I just <laughs> think about all the fuck decisions I've made. Half of my life is just, like, shaking my head going, oh, no. Something <laughs> what I did, did I when I was 17. For? I mean, my biggest one so far, like, of the last 20 years, is still barracking for Carlton. Yeah, It's a huge regret. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they've lost... It's, if you get what a tumultuous year it's been, so then they've lost the coach and they've lost the lost their... Elder statesman. Elder statesman. And yeah. probably still one of our best, if yeah. not the best player. Definitely. Which is definitely. not great when he's 30, what is he, 42? Oh, I think, let me think. So if he got picked up in 2001. 31, I think he is. If he was 18 then, what are we, 14 years 14 on? Years on. Be 32 maybe? Yeah. Yeah, good chamber math. It is very Isn't good Isn't interesting too, that top three, Luke Ball, Chris Jardin um, and Hodgie. Luke Hodge. Like yeah. the, Hodge is the one standing. And that's, that's only through kind of injury, I suppose. Yeah, I guess so. And, and it's always weird. They always talk about who should you have taken first. I mm. mean, no matter what way you look at it, Luke Paul comes out number three he does, in every does. permutation Which, you put through. Juddy two or three? Two. Yeah. No, three, I think. Three, because they're worried about his shoulders. He yep. slipped to three. Yeah. So who has won that battle, Juddy or Hodgey? So Juddy won, oh. he won two Brownlows, one fairly. <laughs> well, I don't like what you're saying there. You're saying the one at West Coast he cheated <laughs> because he had drug addicts beside him. Premiership captain. Yes. Um, although that was also, like, the other guy was, you know... That was through, <laughs> he was that stripped. Was, yeah, was stripped of him. Yeah, okay. Gee, I'm tearing apart Chuddy's <laughs> yeah, career. Yeah, I know. I am. Uh, Where were you during so, the week? Yeah, how many best and fairest did he win at Carlton? Maybe... Three. I think he's got... Yeah. I think he was six-time All-Australian. I think he maybe won three or four best and fairest. Yeah. That's a fair, fair career, isn't it? But uh, who... Okay, who would you want in your team? So Luke Ball, he's out of the list here. Okay. Out of these... It's out of Hodgie and, and, uh, and Chris Judd. I, like, I, I would love, at Carlton, I would love Hodgie's grunt. Yes. His animalness, you know, yep. like, who else would smash Andrew Swallow in the face? No yeah. one. Perfect. Yeah, he's, he's like, he's a good Christian boy. I think Juddie is, like, in that first half of his career, he's more of a match winner. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he'd get those 30-odd touches and also kick four goals. Yeah. He was quite incredible to watch, wasn't he? He, he was amazing. All those, And, you know, I think they, they went a bit overboard with their uh, West Coast highlights. He did a lot of good stuff at Carlton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. I remember being at the... Was at the 06 grand final, uh-huh. and I was sitting up the very, very top of the stand. Yep. Like back row, literally back row. I think I wasn't meant to be sitting there, actually. I don't think I had a ticket for that section, but I just thought I'll Mate, try. you got no regrets. I'll try my chance. Yeah, you just go, you just chance your hand, you I go I just wind it up, and those back rows are usually quite empty. And um, I was sitting there next to this bloke, and the ball was on the other side of the ground. So what are we, 150 metres away from him, maybe? Easily. And this bloke next to me, he's got a transistor on, and he's sitting and go. You're an idiot, Judd. <laughs> How effective do you really think yeah. that is, mate? Well, it's just like it's butterfly, butterfly effect. Slowly yeah. it ripples through and it gets to Judd. Like, and maybe, you know, if there's a clang of kick, he can go, that was me. Yeah. I got a, into Juddie's kitchen. A single tear rolling down his cheek. Um, so who would you prefer? I mean, well, obviously, like you said. No, I'd say for match winner, I'd say Juddie. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, obviously, Hodgie's Hodgie kind of blossomed in these last five years, I suppose. Yeah, or even since 08. Yeah, 08. He's kind of stood he's up. Kind of stood up, yeah. 
But Juddy, I suppose Juddy exploded onto the scene a lot quicker. The first time I yes. saw him live, mm-hmm. and you just, you, I couldn't believe the speed. You go, oh, you're just about to get tackled. Don't bounce the ball. Oh, you're bouncing the ball, and you've run away from him. You've kicked the goal. That was good. <laughs> good. I don't think you're an idiot anymore. Can I tell you something, actually, Adam? I went to uh, Etihad Stadium last weekend. Oh, yeah? Watched Hawthorne take on St Kilda. Big game. It was. And actually, one thing I noticed is that maybe it's just the formation of that ground. But, uh, is that a Hawthorne home game or a Saners? St Kilda home ground. What did they do? Okay. What was their pre-match entertainment? Well, that's the thing. I missed. I was a bit queasy, and so I actually um, oh. didn't um, show up. That. I didn't show up until about ten minutes into the first quarter. Okay. So I missed the pre-match, which is a bit of a disappointment. It's for very me, disappointing, so. right? Yeah, because I wonder what they would have done. Like, uh, why were you queasy? We did the podcast that day. I know. I just began to feel a bit crook. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, I shouldn't man. have kissed you on the mouth. No, it happens. We get very slow at the end of a podcast. Yeah. But uh, I reckon they had a. I like the idea that they had Blighty jumping over a rat's toss bag. I like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and good on them for getting Blighty away from the Gold Coast too to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's kind a of big effort to start yeah. St Kilda. Or yeah. they have um, Ricky Nixon going around doing a lap of honor. <laughs> and Jason Daniels doing a lap of honor. Yeah. Uh, Bradley Gotch. Steve Lawrence just cracking people over here yeah, with pool cues, that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just fun things like that. <laughs> they did have a, uh, they did try a bit. Um, the uh, had t-shirt cannons at quarter time and three quarter time. Oh, did time. they? Yeah, probably at half time as well. Yeah, and also at half time they had fucking beach balls. So they sent out big beach balls into the crowd. They are pretty keen to kind of get it going. Like, it's like, why can't we just sit here and, and not, not, not have to... Why can't we just sit here and think about our regrets? Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to be distracted from that. Let's, you know, do online shopping on Rebecca, Rebecca JuddLoves.com. Okay. You're always on that. Now, um, there's a picture of her I just mentioned before. It's, it's her in New York just staring at a row of handbags. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Now. <laughs> you are fascinated by Rebecca Judd. You're freaking me out a little bit. She, um, anyway, so they had a beat, like beach balls out yeah, in the okay. crowd. How so, many do you reckon? Um, I reckon they had probably had two on each wing. Yeah. Like, well, do we need that much entertainment? Well, are we that ADD now? Well, I think we are. And you know who I feel sorry for? So you've got the people on the bottom deck. They're all a part of it. They're mm. having a ball. They've got oh, the beach balls and stuff. Yeah. They're catching T-shirt yeah, cannon yeah. shots. Yeah. What about the top right? Yeah, they didn't get nothing. The plebs, the scum. <laughs> the scum that go up there. You know those poor people. Yeah, You've seen poor. them. Ugh. You've seen them come down. They're walking out. Oh, oh, it's, it's like disgusting. something out of Les Mis. Oh, oh. It's horrible. <laughs> You've seen those people. They have no access to a T-shirt cannon. Yep. <laughs> and I don't think... It's not really a T-shirt cannon, is it? It's just a big T-shirt gun. Well, actually, the, the T-shirt cannon wasn't working too well either actually because the ladies were uh, shooting it and it would go about two rows into the crowd. Oh, really? Yeah, and I think they got one eventually. It went, kind of went you know further back, but yeah. there was a lot of eh, no nah, boo. <laughs> they were booing it. Was Adam Goods firing the t-shirt cannon? <laughs> um, but guess who I saw at the game? Has to be your man, our old friend Jack Gunston's dad. Now this is weird. I rock up. So I'm 10 minutes late. So you always see him at the G? I do, I do. I see so him at the same location where I usually stand. Yep. Uh, I see Jack Gunston's dad. And then I showed up. I got my ticket. Yep. I show up. And he's standing at the top of the aisle that I'm sitting in. He doesn't work at Eddie Head. <laughs> no. Okay. And... I thought, what are the odds? Okay, what are yeah. the odds of that happening? You have to say hello to him. Well, this is the thing. Okay, this is oh, what I did. Okay? This is getting awkward. This yep. is what I did. So I, I said before on the podcast, uh, I don't recognise anybody else at the MCG where I stand. Yep. So it's a floating mass. It's me and Jack Gunson's dad who seem to be the regulars in that spot. That yep. We like, you know, people at the game. They like their regular spot. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So I'm there. Get to Eddie Ed, and I'm thinking, I'm just going to try a little bit of eye contact. I'm just going to look Good. over. Just give a little bit of a... Is he wearing a Hawthorne scarf? No, no, actually. He should dress up a bit more. He's got money. Now, <laughs> <laughs> and he, um, I, just, I do a little bit of a look over 
Little half, half nod, half smile. Yep. Fucking nothing. Oh, donuts like, from Jack Gunston's dad. I'm like JJD. Come on, mate. Yeah. That shit. You're giving me nothing. Yeah. You give me the big donut if I yeah, can yeah. quote the bounce, which yeah. I regularly do. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, and then uh, I don't know if you stood around for the rest of the game, but I, I looked around for him a couple more times. Okay, that's weird. And also there was a moment where, and I'm revealing too much, but little Jack uh, had a shot for goal, quite simple and missed. Fuck, he cracked it. Did he? He cracked it. He was like, Jack, and he got the record and he's smashing it in his hand. He's passionate, passionate about the game. So he wants his son to be a, a, a victor. Yeah, well, that's his fucking retirement. That's his superannuation right there. Yeah, right. But he's still giving you nothing. Giving me nothing. Giving you so, nothing. So I think I don't, I don't know when the next Hawthorne game is at the MCG. Mate, you've got to, you've got to nip this in the bud. You've got to approach him. Go, hey, what, what's your fucking problem? Yeah. JGD. <laughs> By the end of the year, I've got to get a, a nod from him at least. All right. Just we're a, aiming for a nod. Something. Just yeah. that I recognise... That you are a person. Yeah, you're a creepy guy <laughs> you're a creepy who keeps guy. looking me out. What if he listens to this podcast? <laughs> well, he should. He should and maybe that's why he's giving you, you worse. giving you nothing. Hmm. Next, next time. Next time. Next time, actually, next time you see him, ask him if he wants to come on the potty. There we go. <laughs> why wouldn't he? He's a football fan. He's passionate. Yep. He's yep. got a lot to. He's got a lot. He's worked at several clubs. We can have a chat to him. Yeah, have a chat. Yeah, have yeah. you kept testing and strong. Uh, so well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I gave you nothing. Yeah. I know you're a little bit upset by that. That's JGD. That's his new name. Yeah. Okay. So if you actually, junk time is out there. If you see him at a game, give him a bit of, hey, JGD. Yep. And he'll be freaking out. Can't watch this. <laughs> what the fuck's that mean? Yep. <laughs> but it's JGD. Um, but the one thing I was going to say was when, uh, maybe it's the formation of the stadium, so I'm lower to the field. Yep. And we mentioned before, fuck, they're quick. They are incredibly quick, aren't they? The players. Footballers. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, like it's when you amazing. see it. Um, when you're at a game, especially because I, I, today I was down at uh, Brunswick Street Oval in Melbourne oh, yeah. and I was watching just local footy, yep. under-18s. Um, it was just so scrappy. Mm-hmm. And those kids do not like being abused. <laughs> you know, and it, just you, when you throw one can of beer at them, they get all uppity and the parents come over and stuff. But it's like, mate, if you're going to play AFL, you've got to get used to this. Were you standing behind the goals with a can of Jim Beam like the dude scaped to Fev? I was. Get, get a, get I was getting a 17 year old to drink. Yeah. How's that? So Fev was playing for Donvale. Mm. I thought he was playing up in the uh, Ovens Murray League. This uh, guy's just whoring himself out. I've got a feeling, didn't he play for one club kind of regularly? Wasn't it the Pigeons? The pigeons? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's now, pigeon I think, now, now he's a fucking mercenary I think, <laughs> I think he actually is going from club to club so if you if you match his fee then you can you can play yeah so fev was in the goal square and the mm. guys behind him were yelling out and offered him a can of uh jim beam and coke yeah and fev took a sip yep. and then walked back to the goal square and he still kicked seven for the game did he i mean yeah i mean a mouthful of jim beam and coke isn't gonna you know no, no, it's so, not going to affect him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just he's just topping up. Yeah, but <laughs> it was funny. Once when I went and watched, uh, uh, Carlton played Port Adelaide at the MCG, and we were. Uh, I was in a corporate box, mm-hmm. so sometimes you know I get the good seats. Yeah, and we were behind the goals, and I remember seeing Fev. This is during the game, going over and arguing with the Port Adelaide cheer squad. Oh, for being too mean to him? Well, just for yelling stuff out. Yeah. He's just like, and you're like, um, really want you to focus on the game. <laughs> don't, don't be drawn in by idiots in the cheer squad. Yeah, fuck. He would have copped it, wouldn't he? Yeah, absolutely. That. And that's that position too, when you're full back, you're full forward. Like you're, you're hearing not, everything. You are, aren't you? Yeah. Uh, surely it's funny, though. Surely some of it's funny. I reckon it would be. I think they'd enjoy a bit of the banter and have a chat and stuff. And that's why, you know, I mean, look at who... Plugger loved it. That's why he only kicked the balls directly <laughs> at old people's <laughs> faces. to decapitate 93-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Now, speaking on Eddie Ad, uh, we saw last night, despite the efforts of the North Melbourne Football Club to not have it happen, the fans were booing Adam Goods. And I, do they know why they're booing anymore? Or is it just like everyone's gone, don't tell me not to boo, I'm going to boo him. So now yeah. they're booing him. And I think it's, a ba- it's just becoming a really bad look. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty bad. They, I don't really know what the reason is. Yeah. Obviously, he's done, he's done something. <laughs> we just don't know what it is. Yeah, he's kept it quiet. But um, and he's done it to a lot of people too. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. It's very far-reaching. Yeah, I don't know what actually, he does, like whether, he must whether have he's really a, done something really bad. Whether he's a family. telemarketer. Yeah, that's true. Actually. You know, it's like yeah. you sit down for dinner. Bing, bing. Oh, it's oh, what's it's it's Brown, two sign Brownlee yeah. medalist. <laughs> yeah. How do you like your phone company? You know what he had? Actually, now I know why. Now I know why. He for a long time part-time job. He was charity mugger. So you'd often see him in the streets. You get off the train. You get off the train and Goodsy would be there trying yeah. to raise money for the environment and be like, oh, mate, you know how they smile and hold out their hand and yeah, so if yeah. you don't touch their hand, you and look like a weirdo. He'd even mean? do a British accent oh, just to awful. really nail it. Yeah, no. And so, I mean, I can see why Goodsy did that. And, and also, I remember in the beginning of his career, actually, yeah. he was a parking inspector as oh, well. fucking hell. Boo. done by Goodsy many times. You go, mate, I misread the sign. Two minutes. I and he'd I be there because oh, he's quick. He was an he's asshole. quick. <laughs> So we've uh, worked out why he's been booed. Yeah, and fair enough. Then people, I would boo him harder. Yeah, actually. Um, no, they showed, um, he was a ticket inspector too for a while on public transport. Oh, he was an I got arsehole. nailed by Goodsy so many times. Eventually, he'd just be like, he knew me personally. Well, remember when he hosted that talkback radio show on 2UE for a while? Yeah. That's when people really hated him. Yeah, he furious. He talked about putting Gillard in a Hessian sack and dumping <laughs> her in the water. Yeah. Goodsy, mate. You've yeah. got form. And he's cash for comments. It was oh, atrocious. And, and bearable. Yeah. Unbearable. Kept on promoting footy company shoes. Yeah, it was just yeah. That's why people hate him. I mean, yeah. he's he's brought it on himself. Yeah, definitely. So I think that every crowd is right. I don't think they boo enough. Yeah, exactly. They should. You know, people should follow him around. Like, you know, if you see his car, you keep boo into the side. Of it. Like, let him know. <laughs> if you see him, if he's ordering, you know, a, a laksa. Yeah. No, he'd love a laksa. Just boo, boo. it. Get into him. Ah, too much coconut milk. Boo. Um, so despite the efforts of uh, Jack Siebel during the week, didn't you be saying don't don't boo? Yeah. And uh, boo, boo, James Brayshaw. Yep. Uh, saying don't boo because North Melbourne fans are a bit of class. Um, they yeah, still did it. He's obviously never sat in the outer for a while with the <laughs> North Melbourne fans, has he? No, no, no. It's difficult to do that when you're constantly calling. Now, just by, on North Melbourne there, do you, were you incorrect about one of their, uh, yeah. their current coach? Yeah. The current coach and champion ex-player Darren Crocker. That's pretty awful. We actually got uh, noticed during the week, and we were talking last week about how Darren Crocker is the interim coach. Yeah, the caretaker. And he's done it before hmm. at North Melbourne. And you thought he'd done it a third time at Hawthorne. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know if... You, I can't remember if he had done it before, if he replaced Laley. We might begin to another can of worms here. No, I thought... I, I will go... I will go... I will You'll back go on myself. record? I'll okay. back myself. Yeah, put it on record. record. Yeah. Okay, but I said that he did, uh, did it at Hawthorne when, in fact, it was another North Melbourne legend, Donald McDonald. So I apologise profusely. I, this is a great shame. I've actually self-flagulated today. Yeah, good. <laughs> It's good. I think you needed. You've been needing to do that for quite some time. Close the blinds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that in public anymore. So you're incorrect. It was Donald McDonald. Because when you said that at the time, I was like, really? I don't remember him being at, at Hawthorne. Mm, yeah. So you're, no. just, you're just making. You're making up facts. No. So I said, Darren. No, you're getting right. Donald McDonald did it, not Darren Crocker. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, then we took over from Schwabby. Hey, um, Terry Wallace's kid uh, debuted as an umpire today. Oh, yeah. that's good. As a, I'm just going to get it up to get the article up. Field umpire, boundary, uh, goal. Field umpire, uh, Brent Wallace. Mm-hmm. 
will complete his rise to the top of top ranks of umpiring when he makes his debut at the AFL level in Sunday's clash between St Kilda and Melbourne. It's pretty good, isn't it? Well, is it, Michael? Is it like imagine you're a parent and your son comes home, <laughs> like you love your kids unconditionally. Yeah. Oh, I don't have kids, but you do. <laughs> but your child comes home, and you're like, I'm so proud of this kid. He's grown up really well. He's a, he's a mature young man, yeah. and he says, Dad, I'm going to be an umpire. And you go, Look, I've got. I can buy some heroin if you want to get on heroin. You know, Ryan Crowley's in town if you want some methadone. Do you want to be a parking inspector? Yeah, there, just there are other options. <laughs> there are options. Do you really want to become a goal, an, an, an umpire? I mean, we do have to agree that to be an umpire, I mean, that's a choice. You're not born that way. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Can umpires choosing, marry other umpires? You're choosing that decadent lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's disgusting. I mean, they're talking the media now that they want to have umpires to get married, and I, I don't want that. That can't want, be. I don't want umpires happen. marrying boundary umpires. Uh, oh, next, I'll be marrying sheep. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. disgusting. What yeah. are these umpires up to? And next, I'll be marrying swans and magpies. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, so they announced that, or he got told on the week of this week. Yep. And um, I'm just looking at the article. So Terry has gone down a couple of times and watched his son umpire. It's kind of weird, isn't it? That's very, I mean, I'm, I mean, yeah, I know, no, it's you, not weird to watch your child. I mean, that's you want to support thing. them yeah, as best yeah. you can. But what do you do? You just after the game, you're like, there were some good decisions. Yeah, it's good, kind of like you're calling out ball because you go, no, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's ball. It's clearly ball. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he said that. Also, do you want to be in a position where you're around just other people just ragging on your child? That would be actually awful, yeah. Just sitting there the whole time. Like, it's not even like you can sit, like, uh, say your son played for a certain team. You mm-hmm. just sit in the pro. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. you sit with Jack Hunston's dad. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to hear him get sledged. Yeah. But if you're an umpire, where do you go? No, I don't know, because like, it's like 50,000 people who don't <laughs> yeah, you, like your kid. You fucking hate him. Yeah. Um, so Terry said, I went down to Ritten Oval. To have a look, and I thought it was the worst possible game to play or umpire in it. Hobbs, you up! It was a typical Witten over day, blowing a howling gale, and I sat there and thought, what am I doing here? <laughs> yeah, well, considering your relationship with the Western Bulldogs, <laughs> yeah, exactly. a lot of people wondering, what are you doing there? Yeah. I thought he was close to selection. He was From the feedback they were giving him, he was confident of getting a game in the bye rounds. So what's that mean? Does that some of the umpires go away? Like the the, the the other ranks thinned out a little bit. Has he has he earned this, or or is it even a, a greater accomplishment? Seeing there are lesser games oh. that you get picked to do it. Maybe, hmm. perhaps, Michael. Perhaps. So anyway, you get a cheeky little earn if you're a uh, umpire. Do you? Yeah, no, it's good good money. Like what kind of money? Um, a I of reckon three grand for a game. I reckon it could be maybe up to about four or four five. That's and then not it's bad. More for the grand final. I'm on top of. I, I don't think it's a full time job. And they talk about having full time umpires. I don't think that's going to change anything. No. If anything, they'll just be fitter. They're pretty they fit as it is. Yeah, yeah. They? But they have more time to run. They'll have a training schedule during the day. But I can't. Yeah. Re- I can't imagine looking at head high decisions all week as they're going <laughs> to influence your decision on the weekend because again, it's a split second thing. And yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a it's a very cheeky earn on top of your if you if you've got a regular job as well. But they were, they were talking about uh, bringing in a fourth umpire. Didn't Gil McLaughlin this week say that the AFL are ready? Oh, maybe. To I'm bring sure. in a fourth umpire? Oh, I think we need more. I'm, the, I'm more officiating, if anything. Why not, like, one for each... One for uh, each player. Or not one for each player, one for each pair. So there's 18 umpires. Oh, OK. So yep. they're just watching just each... keep an eye. Yeah, yeah. each uh, match-up. Keeping an eye across things. Yeah. Yeah. And all right, you might have 16 whistles go off at once, like at the opening <laughs> bounce. Yep. But you just, and then you just work out what cancels out what. And you go, yep. finally, two overrode one. Yep. And you guys get a free kick. Perfect. So good on Brent Wallace. 
No, I'm, I'm proud of him. Kudos to you. I'm Junk time thumbs up. Yep. Uh, AFL fan survey came out this week, Adam. I'm always excited by these. I want to know what... We know what we think, Michael. Yeah. And we know what the junk time listeners think. But what does this... What does the scumbag public think? Eh? Yeah, what are those people <laughs> who sit in the decks above us think? Yeah, what are those fucking, what are those knuckle draggers out there? <laughs> what do they reckon? Uh, and it's, uh, I think the whole thing was in the A4 record this week or something like that. No, okay. Where, where, where does one do this? Wing. Where does one do this survey? Um, maybe online? On the AFL website? Maybe. Yeah. I imagine you probably did. 23,000 fans through... Oh, you know who conducted it? Oh, mm-hmm. I got a phone call uh, during oh, dinner. Goodsie. It was good to you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Adam. Um... Who do you think will win uh, Grand Final in the next five years? Yeah. Uh, well, one of the questions Goodsey would have asked was um, uh, whether you'd skip a friend's wedding if they had tickets to watch their team in a Grand Final. Uh, how many people do you reckon said that they would? I'll go with like 72%. 58 so yeah, 58. you're not bad. But I, I Why only 58? Seriously, if it's your friend's wedding and your team's in the Grand Final, yeah, I mean, apart, I'm like, all right, Hawthorne supporters go, ah, next year. It's fine. Like, yeah. you arrogant fucks. Yeah, yeah. But uh, if that was Carlton and someone... Yeah. Firstly, what kind of friends yeah. get married at the end of September, start of October? Yeah, yeah. We've and all learned our lesson yeah. after 2000. You have to leave the gap. You have to leave another week for the replay as well. Yes. Yeah. Disgusting. So it's, it's on you. It's your fault. Yeah. But also it said if they had, had a ticket to watch their team in the grand final, I don't give a fuck if I've got a ticket or not. I'm, I'm finding a TV somewhere like only a wedding. to watch and, it. And also, all I'm missing is the, the bullshit, the boring bit. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, now pronouncing man and wife. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm. I'll rock up to your reception and if we've won, it's oh, going to be a party. party. Everyone, everyone <laughs> is going to remember your wedding for all the wrong reasons. There were 10% who said that they wouldn't, so they, they, they outright... Wouldn't oh, they, take the they, ticket. They, they would go to the wedding. They'd go to the wedding. Yeah. 10%. 32% say they'll try and do both. So the grand final starts at about 2.30-ish. Yeah. So it goes through at about, you know, 5.10 or whatever. Yeah. Roughly. I mean, we're talking so basically, you're making the reception yeah. is what yeah. you've been told. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you're missing the wanky bit. You're missing the bit that no one cares about because there's no free booze there. Unless it's an early wedding. But not many people get married. Nah, before two, even, do you reckon? Nah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. And even, even then, imagine how sad the groom is. You don't want to be. You don't want to be there that day to remember him. Remember yeah. that day you were just crying yeah. when you're up the front. And people think it was because you're in love with your wife, but it wasn't <laughs> because your wife made you miss the grand final. Yeah, I wonder how many people do that still. They do get married on grand final. Well, day. I think I imagine it would be heaps cheaper. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, like a Friday wedding. Would yeah, be cheaper. Yeah. yeah, or you know the Sunday Arvo wedding. I think it's just a, it's a way out of it, and you go, we'll do it on grand final day. Mm. If you're like, uh, you know, if you're a Melbourne supporter, go for it. Carlton yeah. supporters, it's fine. Mm. Mm. Just own it. Um, how many people do you reckon would never consider getting a football-related tattoo? I'm never, they're never going to get a footy tattoo. 80%? 72, yeah, you're not far, far, far wrong. Would you get one if you want a flag? No, absolutely not. No? No, how about you? Um, no, I'm not a fan of tattoos at all. No. I kind of figure I've got the memory and I've got the memorabilia and I've got the premiership medal and I've got the Norm Smith medal. Yep. <laughs> so or I don't need to get a tattoo. Maybe get it on your neck. Yeah, okay. Like, yep. if you're going to go go out there, really get it. Just do it properly. Yep, yep. Just go, you know, Blues 2034. Um, club that people hate. Is Collingwood, Collingwood lead the pack Collingwood there? wins, actually, by a lot. 29.38%. Okay. Who do you reckon second, actually? It's kind of interesting. Uh, who would teams hate second? It has to be one of the big four in Melbourne, wouldn't mm. it? Or else... No, you're right. So, Essendon. Uh, nearly. Carlton came in. Okay. 12.01. Why hate us? I don't know. Very it's pathetic. kind of fair. That's yeah. kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of like laughing at a disabled child. That's yeah. not really. Yeah. I mean, that is funny. <laughs> uh, Essendon was uh, just uh, 
0.2% and Hawthorne at 10.59. So I reckon Hawthorne's would have increased over the last few years. Yeah, it would have been interesting to see, say, in 07 what that was and yeah. what it is now. Yeah. Uh, now Melbourne, oh, I've given it away. Melbourne came in last, 03 so only 0.3% of people because hate Because it's Melbourne. so pathetic. Well, again... What's like the a, point? The child analogy yeah. probably is comfortable <laughs> for as well. Now, was there anything in that survey that said, um, would you take methadone before a game? <laughs> uh, no, actually, strangely, the AFL didn't bring that information. Well, that's a bit of a shame because Ryan Crowley, he was banned for a, a one year. One year. Which was backdated. Yes, yeah, so he can be in the prelim and the grand final. Do you think... What a triumph if he came back and won the flag. Do you think they'd play him? Uh, no, I don't think they could. I mean, I just I think fitness-wise, I don't think they would. Even though, especially for his role, he's a tagger. He's got to run with people. Yeah, so, so it's really unfortunate. But what a what a heartwarming story if he did come back. It'll be great. Yeah. It'll be a winner for all people on methadone everywhere. He got up and he got that medal, and then he just went down sold Smith it. Street and he <laughs> sold it to cash converters and just got on the dine again, mate. Yeah, yeah no, that's the way to do it. But don't you find that interesting? So he took. A band... Is it a narcotic? Uh, I don't know what you call it, but it's a painkiller. So I, don't th- I think be maybe uh, maybe referred to as a narcotic if it's on its own, if it's considered yeah. you know, off the streets, but it was part of a pain pill. Yes. And it's not an illegal pain pill to take, I don't believe. So he oh, took- no, it's not because he would have gotten in trouble for it. Yeah, so he took that, got one year. At, uh, Ahmed Saad... Had a bit of a drink. Had and a got, drink on game day. Yeah, and got two seasons. Yeah. Two-year ban. They're talking about the two Collingwood guys are going to get two years as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's a suggestion at this point. Because their cocaine was spiked. Yeah, yeah. That's wrong. I know. What kind of world do we live in where you can't, <laughs> you can't do cocaine at a festival and not play for football? You know what disappoints me is that people are spiking cocaine. Yeah, true. I, I think the dealers need to hang their heads in shame. We need who, to clean up our operation. Yeah. Who was, <laughs> <laughs> we got a front foot it, self-report. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... Um, Gillen said it was a bit weird that he only got a year. Now, why did he get a year? There was a reason why they only gave him a year. I think maybe because he was put his hand up and said, I'm guilty as. and Guilty as. Didn't put up too much of a fuss. Yep. And also, I think it was because it was for an injury. Yeah, okay. It was, for, it was like extreme medication. Debilitating injury. Yeah. Debil- 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 and everyone's got sore backs. <laughs> People know what it's like to have a sore back. You're yes. going, ah, oh, poor bloke. I get yes. it. Yes. I get it. I, I don't... I, I think it would be amazing if they maybe played him. You could see Ross Lyon maybe playing him in the prelim, then dropping him for the grand final. Oh, yeah, that would you be... do that? <laughs> oh, just put a spring in the step of every football fan yeah. who doesn't back for free. Yeah, <laughs> wouldn't that be great? But also, uh, so uh, James Hurd has come out and said that the WADA, the WADA investigation is weighing heavily yeah, wasn't the on term his players. black cloud used? A black cloud, yeah. a fog yeah. has descended upon... We can't even say Windy Hill. Now you've got to say Tullamarine Training yeah, uh, Grounds. Facility, yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not as much fun. Yeah, and I understand why you're saying that. And they have fallen in a bit of a heap, haven't they? It is really enjoyable to watch. Yeah, I know, I know. But, you know, I mean, what's going to happen to Hurdy? I mean, if they don't make the finals, what do they finish 12th this year? What happens? Well, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing because... The... What happens if they finish 12th and lots of players get suspended? And lots just, of players get suspended. Yeah. Do you just cut your losses? Do you just go... Oh, he has to Hurdy. go then. If they get found guilty, he's got to go. Okay. But it was interesting that Tim Watson came out during the week and said the AFL was trying to do a deal before the last Asada hmm. uh, verdict was handed down. And what I'm, what I'm, that, that's telling me is that Joe Watson should stop talking to his dad. Because <laughs> every time he tells you something, he goes on SEN or Channel 7 and just goes, yep. well, this is what happened. And then, and then the AFL goes, we didn't fucking do that. And Joe's just there going, fuck, man. Yeah, a secret, mate. It's yeah, secret. we're just having a chat, Dad. I told you not to stay that. Yeah, you're fucking freaking me out. That's a really good point, actually. And be a difficult position 
position for Tim to be in because he has to be a newsbreaker, has to be a reporter. Does he? But also he wants to talk to his son every now <laughs> yeah, and then. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, obviously Job is freaking out because it's his livelihood. Mm. And he goes, oh, Dad, I'm really worried because, you know, the AFL said they're going to do that. And he's like, oh, did he? Yeah, I have to have oh, Dad, that's interesting. Dad, why do you take notes during our conversations? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why so, do I have to call into... Uh, Nine four one six eleven sixteen in the mornings. What Dad, why do you keep on asking me to repeat what I just said just so you can get it right? Yeah, it's oh, weird. That's weird. Um, so there was some trouble. Yeah, obviously there was some trouble with the uh, the bombers, and um, I'd be good news for the Swans, Adam. What's happening with the Swans? They got a bit of cash during the week. Oh, thank God, they needed it. <laughs> they were struggling. I thought they were going to go under. Yeah, I know you're right. Every year they do it tough. Yeah, there was a wealthy benefactor man who passed away uh-huh. by the name of Royce Skinner. Skinner. And oh uh, God. Is that that's a tough that's a tough name to go through in high school? Isn't I suppose it? so, but he was about seventy odd, so I don't know if people had come up with that by then. Well, he had pubes by then, wouldn't he? <laughs> so he gave about half a million dollars, it's believed. Wow! To the Swans, that's pretty handy. He passed away. Sorry, he didn't just uh, fuck it out, but he left it in his will. Yep. I get a, I've got a feeling maybe Hawthorne have sent out emails saying, "Hey, really? I think they have. If you if you're if, close uh, to death, if something happens, and um, you want to leave a bit of cash, you want to leave a bit of cashola. What if you were Skinner's like? Son or something. Well, if that's you, a good point. If you're a family member. Yeah, yeah. You got to be. Pre- do you give preference to your family or do you give it to your football club? Well, you give it to your family, don't you? Well, maybe not in this case, my friend. He uh, been he sat at the same spot pretty much the whole time. Yep. He's a bit like me and Jack Gunn. Yeah, I know. And I know. Uh, and so they're going to put a little plaque on that chair. I think. I'm sure they will. Half a million dollars. Now the big question is, Adam, would you give money to your club if you passed away? If you got killed right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he got okay. shipped in the neck. Yep. And there were no witnesses. <laughs> right, cool, yep. <laughs> All of a sudden, the recording just cut out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, would I leave anything to my football club? Like, this year, no, I wouldn't. Uh-huh. No, not what about this year. Put after, in some effort. After three premierships in a row, and the joy, the joy they're giving you. Yeah, look, I, I think I would probably consider that then. Yep, yep. Uh, actually, no, I fucking wouldn't. I'd give money. I'd would gi- you? Yeah, I mean, if I... I don't... I, I don't pay have, membership every year. I don't have any uh, benefactors at the minute... Not that I know about. Here we go. <laughs> and uh, yep. I don't uh, think that uh, – I think I'd give him coin if I – How I'd, much I'd, would you give? I'd look after family first. Well, it depends on how much I have. Say so you have if a million dollars. If I was a billionaire, I'd definitely give him oh, a If you're a billionaire, If yeah. I was a billionaire, I'd give my club like 10 million. But if I was a billionaire, I would be on the board. Yeah, uh, true, true. I would be pulling the strings. Power broker. Power broker. That's yeah, what I would be. Yeah. And I wouldn't even go to the games. I would mm. sit up in my lair on the Gold Coast. Yep. And just call in. I'd buy go. I'd buy Colo's Darth Vader office at um at Eddie Eddie Ad. Yeah. I'd buy that and I'd just sit there. But I'd buy both of them so you don't know which one I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> and just stand up there yeah. and self flagellate <laughs> over Eddie Had. Yeah. Um so that's an interesting point. I'd I, yeah, I definitely would give money to the club. If I was like Bill Gates, I would give money. Yeah. But you know, I'm not and I, I like my money. And look, I you say that you're gonna give money, I'm gonna give a little bit away here, but I've been to your house, Michael. You have two televisions. Yeah, because I'm doing very well. You're doing very well. <laughs> uh one of them is a fat back TV. Yeah, it's ten years old. Yeah, and the other one is like a new skinnier one, but yeah, it's not the which same. I was given by my sister. There you go. So you you haven't bought did you buy the fatback one? I did, yeah. I think maybe for about, I don't know, 400 bucks maybe? I can't remember. It's not bad. Maybe more than that. So you've got two TVs. That, so was, you that, can was, watch... that was primo quality in 2004. Yeah, I'm sure it I was. I had to drag it up the stairs all by myself. <laughs> it killed me. <laughs> yeah, <I'm sure laughs> it's it so heavy. So you'll probably donate one of your TVs to the I footy will. club. Yeah, I'm a memorial. A memorial. Yeah. I'm going to say this, the, this TV I watched, I watched the premierships on. 2008 premiership. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Um, so Paul Ruse had a bit of a chat during the week. 
He got, I, love, I love it when Paul Ruse just uh, rips. And, you know, he's not worried that they just got flogged by 10 goals. Well, he kind of tried to deflect a little bit. The headline yeah. is sometimes they don't listen. Yep. Demons attract Ruse's ire. And uh, that's uh, basically saying that uh, the inability of the Melbourne players to follow instructions... He's pretty well, angry about that. Well, because basically what happened last week in the uh, the Queen's birthday game is Adam Oxley, who mm. was playing in the back line for Collingwood, mm. was just taking uncontested marks. Like, repeatedly, though, that's the thing, is Paul Roos said the players didn't listen, but surely you've got a runner. Well, the, the players were told at half-time to man up on Oxley. Yeah. But failed to do so when he resumed the role midway through the third quarter. So that's, that is weird. Why he can't tell people to... Say, you know, Harry, go on, Harry, you tear. Yeah. Go and stand on Oxley. Yeah, someone said that. And he was also saying that, uh, you know, the, the, the kicks weren't laced out. So there were, were long bombs in there and he was taking really uncontested marks. So no one actually went anywhere near him. Well, Paul Ruiz actually made the point at one stage. He said he saw a Sharon hit a Boeing 737 at one stage and it still landed in his lap. That is incredibly dangerous. Yeah. Like, of the aviation industry, there should be an investigation it's into that. there's no mention of that, too. Like, there was a, I mean, a low-flying mass- plane... That's a massive kick. ...that dipped into the MCG. Dipped into the G. And, and they've got those out. wires to keep seagulls yeah. out, but they can't keep a 737 it's out. It's very dangerous. The crowd must have been quite shocked. <laughs> they would be frightened. To see that coming down. They would be frightened. Then a plane, and then the ball would hit. And why isn't it a ball up? It should be a ball if up after that. We read the rules out. The rule is show. if the ball hits a plane, yeah. a low-flying jet, yeah. then it's a ball it's up. It's a ball up. Yeah. yeah, that's been around since the days of biplanes, <laughs> yeah. when often the uh, the ball would hit hit one of the planes, hit a propeller. Um, he said that his assistant coach, Ben Matthews, has a good saying that his dad used to tell him. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Two ears and one mouth. Listen twice as often as you speak. Two ears and one mouth. Yep. Listen twice as often as you speak. Okay. It should paraphrase. Just be. You should listen. But I've got like listen to your coach. Two testicles, one penis. What does that mean? It means. <laughs> I'm just curious. Like you've got two. You got two eyes and one nose. So what does that <laughs> yeah, mean? Just yeah, look yeah. A, good look, point. Look a lot more than. Yeah. Yeah, they, they got two nostrils. Look before you smell. I get it. <laughs> smell get before it. you look. Um, but also, if people, okay, let's work out mathematically. If it's if you listen twice as much as you talk, yep. does that mean that no one's really talking eventually? Like talking is erased? Or is only one person? It's just be very quiet. It'd be, It'd be a lot very of hush. chilled out. Yeah, yeah. It's just a lot of, I hear you, man. <laughs> like if you put it in comparison, it'd be if we did this for an hour, yep. you'd be talking for 40 minutes and I'd be talking for 20 yeah, okay. But, of course, we'd lose a lot of listeners if that <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. No, we, we, can't, we can't fuck up that ratio. Um, so we're running out of tails, Adam. Well, you know what, Michael? We haven't touched on this. And this is – we probably should have kicked off with this because this is the greatest day in junk time history. Oh. But uh, Gabby and Jeff got married during the week. Oh, of course. I totally forgot about that. And did you know – and this, I'm sure it's purely coincidence, but oh. it was just before her visa was about to run oh, really? out for Australia. <laughs> I mean, I think that's just the byproduct of the, the wedding. Is that, that they, true? Is that really true? Yeah, they happened to hurriedly get rush, uh, get married on a Thursday afternoon. Really? In, oh, well, it's cheaper. It's cheaper. It is cheaper. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah. Uh, in like a, a – a registry. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was just only hours before her visa was due to run out. So now our favourite um, artist slash DJ is she's basically almost Australian. We can't get, get her out of here no matter how hard no, we try. No. I mean, so that means that uh, Gabby Greco is off the books They had for a, a while. private ceremony. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell, man. Here we go. 
They raced to the altar just 10 hours before her visa was to expire. 10 hours, there 10 you go. 10 hours, bloody hell. That's a ticking time bomb. Yes, it's true, her visa expires at midnight. We were conscious of it when we decided to get married, but arrangements had been made long before that. Oh, I'll see. Like I said, coincidence. Yeah. <laughs> Pure coincidence. And they had a Vegas wedding in Melbourne. So uh-huh. there's a picture of them. She is wearing white. She's wearing a kind of a... Yeah, she's wearing a white dress and a white veil. See, that's a start. She's wearing a dress. And if uh, you remember recently when she was in Lonsdale Street, had nothing on. Yeah. So good on her. It's very beautiful. And then there's a, there's what appears to be her great-great-grandfather standing <laughs> Very proud, <laughs> proud man. And they're holding up a, her left hand with the wedding ring on it. Oh, great. Um, no mention of how many guests were there. Who would have been there, do you reckon? Kappa. He's yeah, in, he's in town now, lives in Melbourne now. Yeah. Would have been there. He made Jeffrey Edelson. Yep. Um, her husband wore a white suit with rhinestones on the lapel and a sparkly white tie. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. At least uh, he wasn't garish for the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she's now Mrs. Gabby Greco Edelson. That is lovely. Mark, congratulations to the happy couple. Yeah, and I know they're massive listeners to the Junk Time podcast. They are, so, they're huge fans. Yeah. And I, I'm, I wish you all the best of luck and uh, in two weeks' time when you divorce, you know, it's going to be... There's going to be other people out there, yeah. Gabby, and, and Australia's a lovely place to live. There's plenty more septuagenarians on the, out in, in the sea. Yeah. Yeah. You're is good. that the word? Septuagenary? Yes. There Semi- we go. Yeah. He's now, uh, during the week, Michael, we had someone, um, we questioned as to where the, the teams stay Oh, yeah. When they're playing interstate. Yes. And we had someone respond for us. It was very kind of Matt Little, actually. He lives down in Launceston. I got to meet him earlier this year during the Comedy Festival. Very nice guy. Oh, cool. He's got a job where he drives around town. And uh, so he pops on the old podcast and gets his ear balls, gets yep. his ear balls full. Yep. So well, he listens twice as much as he talks. He sent, uh, yeah, he sent, reporting live from Launceston, the hotel of choice for the Hawthorne Football Club is the Grand Chancellor. Uh-huh. 3.5 star rating on TripAdvisor. 3.5? Oh, I thought they were a four and a half star team, the well, Hawkers. here on more, the away team of hotel of choice is the Siebel, which rates at an impressive 4.5 on TripAdvisor. What are you doing, Hawthorne? Saving the coin, we're frugal. Ah, so and obviously, and that's one. So the Gold Coast obviously has, re, uh, sorry, the Siebel has really nice wine, and that's why Charlie Dixon went. I'm taking it. I'm having. It, I'm getting into this stuff. That's why we're the lower one because we don't want those temptations. No, exactly. To polish off three, four, five bottles of red. Yeah, to help you sleep before, before a game. Yeah. Both are within strolling distance of the ground, uh-huh. just so the players don't get puffed. They are bust over to Aurora. It's not uncommon to see a fully track-suited assistant coach at the Harvest Market, but haven't seen Mr. Clarkson himself. Check out the local projects. Come on, Clarko, get out there. Yeah, you've got to support it. Get a bit of organic support honey Support the here. growers' markets, yeah. mate. If I do ever spot him, I'll be sure not to take a photo as I don't <laughs> need a punch in the head. <laughs> oh, no, I think you've got to do it for the, be- for the good of the show. Yeah, actually, mate, if next time if you can see Clarko, if, there's, if you can get a full-on selfie yep. with the moment where the fist contacts <laughs> yeah, the yeah, brain. Yeah, he's smashing you in the face where he's punching you in the throat. Or even... You know what? Get get a photo. You know who's not going to knock back a photo? Brendan Bolton. Hmm. Oh, gee, Willikus, Mister. Yeah. Yeah. He will happily get a photo with you. So if you see any of those at the what was it? The Harvest Market. The Harvest Market in Launceston. You don't see much of Brendan Bolton this year. I know he's not the uh, senior coach, but often you see the assistants around having a bit yeah. of a chat. I haven't seen too many interviews with him. Maybe he's lying low. Maybe Very low. Doesn't like the high profile, the hustle and bustle. Yeah. I mean, or maybe he's pre- just planning planning a coup. He's Who knows? A premiership coach. There he is. He went up for a couple of jobs last year. Did he? He'll probably go up for a couple this year. Yeah, did he, he went, go for a couple of jobs, did he? He went for the Adelaide one last year. Oh. Well, they have a little bit of a chin wag. I'm sure he's probably in Carlton sites if they're making a list. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and also, we might as well finish off, Adam, but I thought we'd talk about some good news. 
Just by the fact that we have a bit of nice stories from the AFL with the uh, Michael Hurley fundraising. Oh, yes. He raised funds for a sick little girl and yep. then he cut his hair off Shaved on his hair. AFL yep. 360. Oh, cool. I think he had to raise about 13 grand or so. Oh, that's great. So that's a positive story, isn't it? It's very positive. Football's doing good. We yeah. don't hear enough about it. And then, of course, Nick, Nick Rewalt launched a foundation in the name of his sister this week. We've yep. all heard the, to- the story about her passing away earlier this year. And, um, but also there was the, the big freeze on Monday. That was amazing. That was kind of fun to watch, wasn't it? Yeah, it, it was. It, was, it took me back to the days of It's a Knockout. <laughs> That's exactly what it was like, wasn't it? it? I was very disturbed by what Robbo wore. Yep, yep, yep. Didn't need to see that. You're not more disturbed by what Sam Newman wore? Or are you kind of just immune to that by now? I am immune to it. And the fact that he went with a 10-year-old reference with Borat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which you go, yeah, of course he did. Yep. Uh, I think of course it was, he did. I think Austin Powers was his <laughs> second choice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I found really interesting that apparently there seems to be no one connected to football media in Australia who's not under 120 kilos. <laughs> yeah. It's good paddocks. But it was good fun, though, wasn't it? Watching Neil, da- Neil Danaher laughing away. He was loving away. it, wasn't it? He was thrilled by it. Yeah, it was really good fun. And probably about 10 or 12 people went down there. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good fun. It was fun. And, you know, I actually felt sorry most for Strawny. Yeah. Who went down. He's fully kitted up. He's got a full tracksuit on. I so totally covered You're him, not yeah. warming up yeah, yeah. in a hurry. You're <laughs> staying drenched and you're weighing an extra 20 kilos. Yeah. Strawny is a character, not the real person, I might add. What? <laughs> he played for Collingwood, uh, mate. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So what do we... I think junk time should support something. Let's... let's uh, what can we do? We can... Um, we'll run down Nicholson Street for gout. Okay, yep. Nicholson Street that. in the city. We'll yep. just run down there nude for gout. Yep, okay. Yeah. On grand final day, should we do that? Yeah. So okay. if you see us leaving the Tankerville Hotel yep. on the corner of uh, Johnson Street yep. and Nicholson Street in Fitzroy, naked, okay. it's for gout. Yep, just line the streets. Yeah. Just show us, we'll show off our premiership tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it's for a good cause. Hey, yeah, uh, we might as well wrap it up there, Adam. We are Junk Time AFL Pod at Gmail. We're Junk Time AFL Pod on Twitter and on Facebook. Thank you for your messages during the week. Um, and also, we will be coming back to you next weekend for round 12. Oh, yeah. It's going to be massive. Go Hawks. I'll never forget you, Juddy. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.